This is Invest Talk. Independent thinking, shared success. Justin Klein and Steve Peasley stand ready to take your finance and investment questions and share their unbiased answers. Invest Talk is made possible by KPP Financial, a registered investment advisor firm serving clients throughout the United States. The clarity for your path forward starts now. Here is KPP Financial President, Financial Advisor, Steve Peasley. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. Well, we've completed the third quarter. Today was the last trading day and the last day of September, and it was a bad September, okay? It just was bad. One of the worst Septembers, I think I had to go back to 2002 to have it be defined one as just as bad as this. Before the 2008, that was a bad one too, if you remember, right? But, you know, it's over. It's behind us. So now we have to look forward. You have to keep attention to what's going on. October arrives tomorrow, the fourth quarter of the year. And, you know, fourth quarters are quote-unquote usually better. But September and October are known to be to, to have the worst stock market days. Okay, days, September and October. And October is also known for putting in a bottom, historically. Now, doesn't mean it will this year, but on average, most of the time, October puts in a bottom and starts to rise, the market starts to rise. Will it this year? I don't know, because the Fed's next meeting is November 2nd, and they are probably going to raise rates again. But you know what? I think we're going to see a you know, Justin puts it a pivot. I think the Fed's going to put in a pivot sooner than most people think. I mean, look at the mortgage rates. They're up to 6.7% or so. Getting close to 7%. I mean, and the overnight rate is, what, 35 So mortgage rates has done, have gone up very high. So that's going to hurt a lot of things. So just just be aware That's where we are. But are you confident in your positions and what you're doing? Are you comfortable? You need to be. You need to be. Just pay you need to pay attention. It doesn't have to doesn't mean you get out and you get back in, you get out and you get back in. I'm not trying to you don't try to time the market. It never works. You just position yourself to be more comfortable and be patient. That's what you do. I'm Steve Peasley and I'm here today on the radio program and podcast to help you make the most of your portfolio strategy, to help you make those decisions on that strategy. And I look forward to doing the show. I like doing it. It's kind of fun. I like talking to people about it. And so I'm, I'm willing and wanting and waiting to talk to you. My number, we're live, 4 to 5 Pacific time, and my number is 888-99-CHART. We're open 24 hours. That line, that phone line is open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. But we're live right now. And we've got quite a bit of material to go through. I usually try to prepare for the show. And many times I put together more information than I really need. And I think sometimes people get frustrated because I don't talk about everything I say I'm going to talk about. But you drive the show, not me. You take it in the direction you want to go. Okay? Again, 888-99-CHART. You can call right now. Now, there are a number of subjects I want to get to today. Uh, the PCE numbers, that's Fed's favorite inflation gauge, came out today for last month. Uh, and as I mentioned, at the t- that the Fed meets on November 12th, I want to talk about 
uh, November 2nd, I'm sorry. I want to talk about that uh, and earnings because here we are into the quarter. So earnings season starts next month. We're going to start to see earnings. And I mentioned this has been the worst September for stocks. So what does that mean? I mentioned, you know, some of the things that it means. And before you even consider retiring, you need to pay off certain debt. Three specific debts that you might have need to be gone before you even think about retiring. We'll talk about that. And whatever else is on your mind, we're going to discuss. I want to talk about it. Time permitting, you know, uh, the... The, num- the market was down again today. It was up in the morning. I don't know if you saw that. Then it became mixed and then then got worse as the day started to end. The Dow was down 500 points again. Remember, it was down 500 points yesterday, up 500 points the day before. That's pretty, that's a lot of volatility. Down 500 points for the Dow, down 162 points for the NASDAQ, and down 55 points for the S&P 500. So we're on that we're below our... Low for the year. This is a new lows that we're putting in. The market is down. Uh, if you're doing the NASDAQ, 30 to 35%. Uh, you're talking about the S&P, you're down 20, 25%. Um, and anything below 20 is a bear market. We've been in the bear market. The bear market started in January. Uh, it wasn't confirmed till it broke. Probably was for the first part of June. Then remember, June rose, the market made a rally there, June, July, and then rolled over in July, it started going back down, and now it's broken this week, the lows it made so far this year. So we're definitely and clearly in a bear market. Try to remember, you know, bear markets coincide with economic contraction. We've had a weird situation this year. But we are in economic contraction. The first two quarters shrank GDP. And that, I think, would define where we are as, as stagflation because GDP shrank to two quarters in a row. Meanwhile, inflation is pretty darn high. So wouldn't that be the definition of stagflation? What's really unusual is uh, we have full employment. That's really unusual. So... It's, it's, it's different. We have a little different situation today. So that's what we'll talk about. I, I see we have some caller voice bank questions also to play. Uh, people want to talk about T. Rowe Price Group uh, and NVIDIA, and we'll get to those, I'm sure. Also on the docket today, I will share highlights from the KPP Premium Newsletter that's coming out uh, you know, it's coming out tomorrow. We'll do that at the halfway point of the show. That'll be out tomorrow morning to everybody. So I've got all this planned for this episode of the podcast. And, of course, I will take your live calls, 888-992-4278, 888-99-CHART. So let's get to our first listener question right now. Hey, Stephen, Justin. I have a question on Freeport Morgan. What's, if this is a good value for you guys to get in. Um, I already have a small position in it and I'm looking to hold for the long term from five to 10 years. Just wanted to see what you guys thought about it. Thank you. I think you're talking about Freeport MacMoran, uh, which symbol is FCX. And uh, since you didn't provide the symbol, I'm assuming I, I just made some assumptions because this is what 
you probably want to talk about. Now, Freeport MacMine is engaged in the exploration, development, and, co and uh, uh, development of copper, gold, silver, molybdenum mines in Indonesia and North and South America. Okay, so that's what Freeport MacMine is. It's a $39 billion company, so it's pretty big. They made $3.13 a share last year, which is a huge jump from the year before, $0.55 cents a share. This year, they're going to make two seventy-three, down 13%, and then next year, only $2.07. So earnings are tailing off. So that's the problem we're having here. But it's a very strong company. It pays a 2.2% dividend. Return on equity is 38%. They don't have a lot of debt. Uh, uh, based on a forward PE, it's like 11 or so, and the range is 6 to 600. So... You know, it's a big high range. So it depends on what you feel about mining companies going forward. The stock is $27.33. going to make $2.07 next year if everything stays the same. Um, I don't, I think that you should stay with your position. I don't know if I would add to it. I don't know if I'd sell it either. I think it's, it's a good, solid company to hold, and it's inexpensive. Okay, um, I think I would just hold on to it. Hold on to my position. It's Friday, so the weekend is here, everybody, or almost here anyways. You must have a financial investment question that you need some answers to. So you got to call me. Give me a call. You set the agenda for the show, 888-99-CHART. Why do listener questions make Invest Talk better? Which of these would you recommend? Because each caller presents fresh questions in their voice. I was curious if you still think aluminum has a ways to go from here. When do I know the right time to take profits? Should I be looking for an exit? Should I be holding here? And listeners instinctively realize that Invest Talk uniquely offers a welcome dose of investing satisfaction. I think you have a terrific show, and I've learned a whole lot. Hey guys, love your show. Uh, I've been listening for several years now, and I've learned a lot. Justin Klein and Steve Peasley understand what investors need and want. I would look at it from a tax perspective. If there's no tax implications, move on, find better ways to use that money. I'm going with the odds. I think a half position now would at least get you in it and get you watching it so you won't lose track of it. Don't forget to call Investor. 888-99-CHART. Steve Peasley and Justin Klein are ready to answer your finance and investment questions. Call Invest Talk 888-99 chart. 888-992-4278. We're going to talk to James in New York. Wants to talk about CVS. How are you doing, James? How are you today? Good. Thank you for the call. So I was thinking of maybe adding to my position in CVS. I didn't know if you thought that might be a good time to do that, or do we have more to fall before a good entry point? Okay. It has really strong – CVS, everybody, has had, operates almost 10,000 pharmaceuticals and drugstores in 49 states, Puerto Rico and Brazil. Uh, and it's a $95 stock, $125 billion company, so it's huge, huge. 
And they're going to make money. They've always made money, and they've always grown their money. Their earnings, earnings with last year eight forty. This year it's going to be eight fifty five. Next year nine dollars and seven cents a share, and nine dollars and seven cents a ninety five dollar stock. You're looking at a, what ten and a half PE, pretty low for 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 a, a value company like this. Fifteen percent return on equity, but the PE can get lower. I mean the range is seven to fourteen, so it's a pretty tight range. Pays a 2.3% dividend. I don't know if I'd be in a rush to buy it. It has really strong support around 88. I, I would want to wait to see if it holds that support. Okay, $88, $88.50. If it goes down there, touches it, and starts to come off, I'd be a great buying opportunity, in my opinion. So um, I don't think, don't be in a rush. Let's wait a few weeks and see what happens. But no, I, I think it's a good company to have in your portfolio. I do, and you need a full position of it in your portfolio. Thanks for the call, Chris. I appreciate it. Okay, uh, that wasn't Chris. I'm sorry, that was James. Thanks, call. Thanks for the call, James. When people take the time to leave an Investop podcast, a review on iTunes, we like to thank them with, with as a courtesy with a quick reply to their question. So here's a question about Oxy and Oxy Petroleum and Devon Energy. I have a 9% position in Oxy Petroleum and considering adding a position in Devon. Do you think 18% total exposure to energy is a mistake? And my answer would be no, it's not. Uh, we like, in a, any particular sector, uh, we don't mind a 15 to 20% exposure to that sector if you feel that sector is a good place to be. Um, I was looking at Devon Energy yesterday and I kind of like what I see. Devon Energy engaged in the exploration and production of oil, gas, natural gas in the United States. And we've talked about oil here. We talked about the three things that are going to continue to put pressure on oil on the upside, despite, you know, uh, uh, weakening the economy. One is the strategic petroleum reserve that uh, we've been putting out on uh, out there for consumption by our government, uh, that is at record lows. So we're going to have to stop that at some point because it's artificially keeping price of oil low. And we're going to have to restock that at some point. So that's a problem. We've got the Russian war, which you know is put, restricting Russian oil off the market. And you have OPEC, who hasn't been able to keep up with their own Quota requirements last month. They were short 3.5 million barrels. So, I, you know, you got, and I think they're pumping as much as they can pump at this stage. So, you got three things that are kind of restricting oil. And the other thing on the other side, the one thing on the other side is a, re, a, a fall of demand for oil. We haven't seen that yet. We have not. We've only seen growth of demand. So I think this helps oil. Devon Energy, $9.99 earnings next year after $9.28 this year. And it's a $60 stock. That's a that's pretty healthy. 39 return on equity. 888-99 chart. Give me a call. You are listening to Invest Talk. 
Every Friday on the program and the podcast, Steve Peasley shares highlights from the newest edition of the KPP Premium Newsletter. Listen Fridays to Invest Talk. And now, Steve and Justin welcome your calls and questions. 888-99-CHART. Curtis, thank you for holding on from Washington State. And you wanted to talk about Norwegian Cruise Lines? How are you doing, Curtis? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself, Steve? I'm good. And again, I thank you for the call. I really do. I was wondering about the Norwegian Cruise Lines, whether it's still a pretty good uh, stock to buy for now and think about five years from now or 10 years from now to sell. Is this something where you recommend or like, uh, or should I just not even look at the well, should, Norwegian cruise yeah. lines anymore? Yeah, should we look at cruise and cruise ships and cruise systems, you know, for, is it for public companies? You know, they got crushed, of course, in COVID. No one wants to go anywhere. And next year, they're finally going to turn around and make money. They're scheduled to make $1.25 a share. It's $11 stock. This year, they're going to lose $4.39 a share. Last year, they lost 8 The year before, they lost $8.64. So, you know, it's it, the sales are finally turning around for them. Uh, sales are skyrocketing in the last few quarters. So I think, you know, they're going to survive. That's really the number one question you have. Are these things going to survive? Norwegian Cruise Line is going to survive. It looks like it's going to survive. Still has lots and lots of debt. Okay? Uh, lots of debt they're going to have to make up. They offered a million, uh, a, a, what, a, a thousand share, a thousand, uh, no, a million shares at $5.85 senior note. So a bond, they offered a, uh, a quite a big bond offering because they need the money, you know, to survive. I think I would I would stay away from them because I don't like the debt. I think they're going to survive. I think they'll come around, but that debt scares me a lot. So that's one of the reasons I probably stay away from the cruise lines at all because of the debt they have to carry to survive. So I, I'd stay away from it. I really would. Thanks for the call, though, and I appreciate it. Okay, um, uh, let's see. Gold was priced at $1,673 an ounce. Last week, it was $1,646, so I had a little uh, uptick. But gold hasn't really worked this year, has not. Worked, looked, worked pretty good last year, but not this year, so far anyways. So, and, I, and it's because the dollar was so strong and, and really very strong this year, still is, and inflation is really high, which really would support a stronger gold price. But with the dollar so strong, it kind of was competing with, you know, so it didn't kind of move up. The question you have to ask yourself, is it going to move up now? Silver is $19.27 an ounce, up from eighteen eighty four last week. So it's also moved up. Oil was selling for $80 per barrel, $80.43 per barrel. Last week it was 78, two weeks ago it was 85, three weeks ago it was 92. I mean, it was over $100 a barrel 12 weeks ago. So, you know, I, as I said, I think oil still going to stay high. I don't see it coming down. An average, national average for a gallon of gasoline, $3.79. You know what it is here in, in California? 
almost double that, $6.29. Really high here, really high. We need more oil people, more refineries to help push prices down, and I don't see how that's going to happen anytime soon. I just don't. Now, uh, on Treasury yields, I don't see it. it. Let me move this out of the way. What is the problem with my system here? Mm. I can't seem it. I got a message in files older than 90 days in my way. (laughs) So, so. Um, I want to get to the Treasury yields uh, because I think that it's important. We're still in in a bad position where short-term treasuries earn more than long-term treasury, and that inversion is negative for the economy, and usually negative for stocks, so just be aware of that. So let's grab another caller question about um, T. Rowe Price. Yes, hi. This is Nick from Iowa. I'm actually calling in about T. Rowe. T-R-O-W. Looks like it's at a good buy point now. I know a lot of people like to buy this for the dividend, which I'm not looking at that. I'm actually looking at where your guys' best support level would be. If you let us know, I'll uh, be listening on the show. Thanks for all you do. Okay, T-Row Price Group, T-R-O-W, is a symbol provides investment advisory services to individuals, institutions, investors worldwide. They made $12.75 last year. This year, they're going to make $8.33. And next year, they're going to make a little bit more, $8.49 a share. Sales in the most recent quarter down 22%. Before that, all the quarters before that, for two years, they were up. So it's kind of weak. And, of course, it's reflected in the stock price. The U.S. 223 is a high back in October, November. And now it's at 105 there's a lot of support at this area, 105, 108, a lot of support for this stock right here, okay? Um, the next next support, if it comes down and breaks that, you go, back, you go back to the bear market lows of about 90, okay? So there's your support on the company. It pays a decent dividend, 4.6%, pretty high. We're heading into a break. I welcome your financial investment questions. You can do it right now. No questions simple, too simple, or too difficult. So just ask. You set the agenda. Call 888-99-CHART. Let's say you've been thinking about learning a new language. Okay. Why? I mean, how would it come in handy? And where would you want to use it? Could it be that you have an upcoming international trip? Or maybe you want to connect with family members? or friends from a different culture. I think you should know about Rosetta Stone. With millions of users, it's been the world's most trusted language learning program for 30 years. Rosetta Stone is available on your desktop or as an app with audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in the language you want to learn. It has a built-in patented speech recognition engine called True Accent. So as you practice speaking, you'll get feedback on how well you pronounce words. With Rosetta Stone, you pick up a language naturally. First with words, then phrases, then sentences. It's an intuitive process designed for long-term retention. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in your new language. 
Rosetta Stone is an amazing value, so your special skill set is within easy reach. You know you want to do this, so don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, InvestTalk listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off now at rosettastone.com today. Invest Talk is made possible by KPP Financial, where Invest Talk hosts and KPP principals Steve Peasley and Justin Klein practice parallel investing. That means Steve and Justin's accounts participate with client investments at equal prices and percentages. You can learn more about parallel investing at investtalk.com. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. Okay, the PCE number came out. And that's the inflation gaze that the Fed likes best, not the CPI and the PPI. But the PCE number, year-over-year inflation, went from 6.4% down to 6.2%. Even though the month PCE report, monthly, it actually increased a little bit. Uh, real income and spending was up one-tenth of 1%. That's good. We want uh, real meaning taking into consideration inflation. So inflation's high, but real spending actually rose. So that's good for the economy. Okay? And as I mentioned, the next Fed meeting is November 2nd. Okay? So there's not going to be any meeting in October. So you've got a whole month to think about what's going to happen. I think we need to focus on earnings, everybody. Earnings for corporate earnings concerning uh, the value of stocks and how earnings are going to affect it. Are earnings going to rise or are they going to shrink? And, we you know, we have earnings season coming up, third quarter earnings season. So it's going to be important. It's going to be very important. Uh, will the Fed continue to press interest rates higher? I think they will. Will they increase them another 0.75%? That's up in the air. I'm not sure of that. Depends on how much, how badly, uh, you know, wh- wh- how badly earnings are going to be affected. Remember, we still have full employment. So, we'll see how that works out. The KPP Premium Newsletter was finished today. And, of course, it's going to be distributed to subscribers tomorrow, tomorrow morning. And so, we'll do. I always usually on Friday do a pretty quick review. Market condition sections. I explained that... U.S. home prices cooled in July at the fastest rate in history, according to the S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller House Home Index. Yet home prices in July were still higher than they were a year ago, but had cooled significantly from June, the gains made in June. So you can see, you can obviously see a change has taken place. They had changed. Prices nationally uh, rose 15.8% over July of 2021, well below the 18.1% increase the previous month. So housing prices are softening, okay, and probably because of cost of mortgages. Cost of mortgages approaching seven, a 30-year fixed mortgage started the year around 3%. 
is now approaching 7% and most likely will seed it, exceed that by the end of the year. Okay, so that's, that, that, that's, that's, you know, that's significant increase, right? Significant. We expect the slowdown in price deceleration to persist as the Fed keeps pressure on short-term rates. And quantitative tightening continues. However, we don't expect prices to drop off a cliff. Not going to happen. Transactions will most likely decrease as owners who originally wanted to move will decide to stay put as they are locked into lower rates, home mortgage rates. They will not want the burden of a higher rate, Okay, which is very logical. This will complete supply low, right? Because people don't want to move out and incur a higher rate. They're going to stay in their house. Therefore, supply is going to be low, and the result will probably be price stability. Initial filings of unemployment claims fell last week to their lowest level in months. So we still have full employment. A sign that the labor market is strengthening even as the Federal Reserve is trying to slow things down. Remember, they're trying to slow the economy, and our labor market is strengthening. This report may have contributed to the sell-off on Thursday, yesterday, in stocks. For more ammunition to keep its aggressive tightening policy, this probably, because remember, the Federal Reserve is trying to slow the economy, and here we are, Unemployment rate, uh, claims are going down. Slowing the economy means unemployment claims would go up. So, so at this point, we're recommending a conservative approach this, to see how the earnings play out, okay, coming up in the next few weeks, uh, next couple of months. The company uh, has evaluated debt levels and negative cash flow is very important to keep an eye on. So we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Kind of important. Stock ideas. A downturn, uh, a downstream energy company engaged in petroleum production, refining, marketing, retail mystery businesses. The calls earlier today kind of touched on that. But we think about oil and still is a pretty good place to be. The company that we're recommending in the stock ideas section operates through two segments. Refining and marketing and mystery transportation. They are an independent refiner with 13 refineries in the mid-continental west coast and gulf coast of the United States. The company has elevated debt levels and negative cash flow, but we see that this is temporary and we think we'll quickly, quickly uh, get back on in the green area. And we looked at an international tobacco company with product portfolio, portfolio primarily consisting of cigarettes and reduced risk products, including heat, not burn, vapor, and oil, nicotine products. You'll see the whole, both stocks and more information in the newsletter. The company has a strong cash flow and consistent revenue. And as a reminder, we are in a bear market. So we want to wait for for further pullback and stabilization from the Fed before buying. So these are just ideas to add to your list, not necessarily go out and buy them, your watch list. Add them. Add them to your watch list. But 
you know, there's no big rush. I've said that for a couple of three months now. No big rush to put your cash to work at this point. Okay. Okay, let's take another caller question right now. Hi, Steve. Uh, Justin, this is Sid from North Carolina. I like to discuss sticker symbol N as in Nancy, V as in Victor, B as in Doctor, A as in Apple. NVIDIA, I am planning to add this for the long term. Just wanted to check your opinion. Is it a good price or should we wait? As of today, it's somewhere around 125. Thank you so much. Looking forward to hear your opinion in the next podcast. Thank you. I think it's too soon. I think this is a growth stock. Uh, NVIDIA, NVDA, designs graphic processing units used in personal computers, okay, gaming consoles and, you know, mobile devices. They're going to make $4.46 next year. And after making three forty-two this year, down from four forty-five last year. So it's a growth stock. And growth stocks, the sales growth are slowing, slowing. Still pretty high, pretty good looking. Debt is low. They don't pay much in dividend. P.E. ratio is around 28. It's a growth stock. I think it will come down. I think there's no rush getting into NVIDIA at this point. Let's let it come down. Let's let it settle. It's still falling. It's still falling. Let it continue to fall. There's a lot of support right, right where it is, 120. If it finally goes sideways for a while, and when I say for a while, I'm talking about weeks to a month or two, then maybe you can pick it up. But I, I think it has more to go on the downside. I think I can see it easily breaking this support level, 120 and going down to the $100 level. That is a natural support. Uh, that There's strong support comes in around $80 a share. I just don't think you're in a big rush to buy it. Any growth stocks. Growth stocks are, you know, with money costs getting higher and higher, uh, as the Fed pushes, growth stocks don't operate well, don't do well in, in a rising interest rate environment. So don't be in a rush. Okay, just don't. Summer's over, everybody. And then the autumn holidays, well, they're coming up pretty darn fast. The Halloween coming up. Most people think Halloween here in the United States as a holiday. I don't know what the rest of the world feels that way, but we do. And then you got Thanksgiving, which is, you know, pretty much an American holiday that really is very popular, my favorite holiday. But there's going to be more volatility in the market. You saw it this week, lots of volatility. So let's take a minute or two, okay, to talk about the benefits that KPP Financial can provide. Justin Klein and I are the owners of the company. We are based in Irvine, California, which is in Orange County in Southern California, you know, we'd love to talk to you. Let me remind you that here on Talk and at KPP Financial, we operate with a philosophy of independent thinking and shared success. We, you know, uh, do provide and implement this in our approach. We have unbiased guidance. We don't buy anything. We like to parallel invest, meaning we like to be in the same stocks as our clients at the same price. We really do try to, you know, do that for all of our programs that we have. We have five different programs. And we'll be happy to take a look at your portfolio, free review and assessment via telephone, Skype, or go to meetings. We can do that. We send us a message at investor.com. We'll take a look at your portfolio. And I think if, you know, after talking with us for about 10 minutes, you'll understand that we're a little bit different. 
and that we really do have our our clients' best interests at heart. We put them first, not ourselves. We really do. We like to be on the same side of the table as they are. And we can help you if you'll let us help you. We can try to help you. We want to help you, but you got to take the first step in having that, doing that. Next up, another caller question, and if you'll just hang on. Each day, Invest Talk listeners submit their finance and investment questions via phone or email. And Steve and Justin, thank you for your loyalty. Would you like your question to be put near the top of the list? Just take a minute or two to leave a review and rating for Invest Talk at iTunes. And be sure to include a brief question with your iTunes review comments. Your rating is a vote of confidence that leads to higher visibility and causes more people to discover and listen to Invest Talk. So please tell your friends and family members about the free Invest Talk downloads at iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and investtalk.com. Remember to include your brief question when you review and rate on iTunes. And of course, your calls are always welcome 24 7. Don't forget to call InvestTalk. 888-99-CHART. Yes, Mike, a question uh, in regard to Teladoc, T-D-O-C. I see by the internet that it is supposed to make a turnaround. I'd like to hear your comments. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Uh, Teladoc, T-D-O-C, provides on-demand health care services with over 3,000 board-certified physicians I'm not keen on this stock. They're going to lose $60 a share this year and then lose $1.41 a share next year. Well, you know what? You know, I don't like buying. It's a growth company. They're still growing sales. But, you know, it's a $4 billion company uh, that doesn't make any money. Not going to make money this year. Not going to make money next year. It made 83 cents a share last year in 2021 because of COVID. Everybody not being able to go to the doctors, so they did everything by telephone. Healthcare providing services through the telephone or, or, or through video chat or whatever. I'm not keen on companies that don't make money, so I would not be interested in this company. They're still growing sales at uh, this most recent quarter, 18%. But I don't, you know, it's not for me. Uh, they was as high as $230, $240 a share. Now they're $25. Is it cheap? Well, not necessarily because it's not making any money. I don't know how you evaluate that. So I, I'd stay away from it. I'm not interested in it. Just not. Um... We've had the worst September for stocks since 2002. 2008 was really bad. 2002 wasn't very good. So uh, how does that, how's that, what does that mean for a year-end rally? Are we going to have a year-end rally? No, I don't think so. I still think we're in a weak market, stock market environment because the Fed still is tightening and still raising interest rates. So, you know, I think we just need to be prepared. Usually you get year-end rallies. That's normal. And we might get one. It's possible. But I don't think you should rely on it. I don't think you should count on it. Okay? Be very careful with what we're doing. Okay, before you even consider retiring, you need to pay off three certain kinds of debt. And not necessarily mortgage. Not mortgage. You should pay off, no, have no car debt, no credit card debt, 
You should have no student loans debt. None. Okay, that is something you cannot have. You cannot have when you're thinking about retirement. You know, I like to have no mortgage debt as well. But mortgage rates were so cheap and last year and the beginning of this year that, you know, I'm not a big, big you know, you could probably make more money by just buying good group of bonds that are paying 5 6 7%. You know, so why maybe not pay off the mortgage debt in that mortgage debt in that environment? Maybe not. So, but you need to pay off car debt, no car debt in retirement, no uh, no credit card debt, and certainly no student loan debts. A lot of older people took on you know their children's and grandchildren's student loan debt, and you can't retire with that. There's no way you can retire with that kind of debt hanging over you. It's too expensive. Got to get rid of it. Pay it down, get rid of it. And again, I don't like mortgage debt necessarily in retirement, but that's going to be on an individual basis, depending on what's happening. This is Invest Talk, everybody. I'm Steve Peace, and you have one goal here, to help you achieve financial freedom. And our work will continue after this break. So get your questions in now, 888-99-CHART. Investors, the goal of achieving financial freedom requires unbiased information, strategic planning, and determination. Congratulations, you found the podcast that is dedicated to helping you succeed. Invest Talk. Hi, my name is Ali. I'm calling from the UAE. I have a question with regards to JP Morgan, JPM. I uh, just want to get your view on whether I should add on to my positions or I should just hold for the moment. I look forward to your answer in your next episode. Thanks. Bye. Well, I like J.P. Morgan, and prices getting lower and lower, stock prices. But it's got really good value. It's going to make $11.17 this year, down 9% from last year. Next year, they're going to have a little rebound to $12.56. It's a $104 stock. That means the P.E. is going to be around, what, 8 9 and that's a low of its range, 9 to 16, pays a 3.8% dividend. Return equity is pretty good at 14%. Cash flow is very strong at $15.88. It's a $306 billion company, J.P. Morgan. It's not going anywhere. The sales are re- rebounded in their June quarter, up 8%. But there's not going to be a lot of shrinkage and a lot of growth. It's not. But it's a pretty darn cheap stock paying 3.8%. Dividend yield. So, can it go lower? Yeah, I can see it going down to, you know, eighty dollars a share at its very lowest. That's a very long, but it's got really strong support right around a hundred, and it's one hundred four dollars now. So, you know, I think I might not be in a rush to buy it, but I do think it's going to. I think it's a good solid company. You can't go wrong. You're going to make 3.8% dividend while you're waiting for it to go up. And it will come, it will rebound. Now, you know, we talked about it many times, the 4% rule for retirement. In other words, taking 4% out of your portfolio in retirement, and you should not run out of money. And there's a lot of talk now of reducing that because of the bear market to 
2%, I, I don't think that's necessary. I mean, I think 4% is pretty conservative. You pivot a little way, a little bit away from stocks and move into bonds, and bonds are paying way more than 4% here, even good quality bonds. They're paying way more than that. And interest rates are going to go up, so they're going to pay more than that. So you can withdraw, you can buy a you know, a five-year bond paying 5 6% per year, so you can withdraw for your 4%. I don't see why we have to change the rule just because everybody's freaking out because we're in a bear market. I think that's fear talking. Don't let fear control your decisions, your money market, your money decisions. Don't let fear control it. Remember, there's two kinds of emotions that always affect the market the strongest, and that's fear and greed. Don't let either one of those control your decisions. Make very solid, long-term, sound decisions. And I think the 4% rule, 4% rule, meaning you can take 4% out of your portfolio every year and not run out of money, still is a very sound rule. Don't, don't panic. Don't get scared. Okay? This is Friday, everybody. We're moving into the weekend. 888-99-CHARTER is our number. Don't, uh, we have a Fed meeting. It's not going to be until way November 2nd. So we're going to have a whole October. Remember, September and October are known to have the two worst trading, having the most worst trading days. So we might see a significant, you know, exhaustive sell-off, but that might mean that we're closer. I think we are closer to the bottom than we are at the midpoint for the market. I think we're going to be pretty darn close. I think the Fed will probably pivot by the end of the year, no longer being so strong as a, uh, pushing uh, interest rates and tightening money supply. I think most of their work is behind them. But we won't know that. We really won't know that until we look, get to look backwards and say, yeah, guess what? That happened. So don't. I just think that you need to just stay calm. Watch the market, make sure you feel comfortable where you are, and you'll be fine. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another InvestTalk program. Justin Klein and I thank you for listening, and we encourage you to tell your friends and family members about our free podcast downloads. So get your downloads anytime at iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And if you do download us on iTunes, please rate us. We would love a rating and a review on the podcast. Your positive ratings help increase our profile or raise our profile. We appreciate that. Independent thinking, share success. This is the best talk, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. Invest Talk is a trademark of KPP Financial. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them. Specifically, nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell security. Because such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis, and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein, Pavlis, and Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor firm which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. 
Steve Peasley is president and Justin Klein is chief executive officer of Klein, Pavlis, and Peasley Financial. Thank you for listening, and your comments and questions are welcome on our 24-hour listener line at 888-99-CHART.